Welcome to Movie Quest, a horror bonanza. <laughs> He's got you boys scared. Yeah. If you've never listened to Movie Quest before, this is a podcast where three friends get together, talk about films, rate them, and pit them against each other. Usually, sometimes we just go and watch a new film and discuss it. Last time we spoke about Joker. This week, we are talking about arachnophobia. So this is like the first in our little sort of mini Halloween series, isn't it? Yes. So this is like, we're trying to pick films that are sort of sort of teenage family horror films that, you know, you could watch with your kids, I suppose, or watch with like young teens. Um, not too scary, I suppose, but... Uh, or too gory or whatever. Safe. Yeah. I think we needed Safe. something a bit lighter from last week. Like, yeah. Yeah. Joker, Joker was really heavy. Yeah. It was like eating a full gatter, whereas this is maybe like having a nice lolly. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe I was terrified. We don't know. You don't mind. Well, we don't know. We terrified. don't know. We don't know. I could have been terrified. But before we before we get to that, there's a. Segment. I was definitely scared. <laughs> <laughs> More than that later. Um, <laughs> this we do a segment called "What Have You Been Watching." So, does anyone want to start us off? I'll go first. Yeah. If that's all right. I've got it fresh in my mind. This week, I've been off work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and me and my wife, uh, because our child went to nursery today, finally got to go out to the cinema. And we watched Downton Abbey. Oh, nice. I know you guys are super excited about this. But, hey, I'm going to talk about it because it was, it was pretty good. So, Downton Abbey, the movie. I mean, it's not. I'm not. It's not a ton to say about it. It's probably if you, I'm gonna say if you if you've never watched Downton Abbey, you probably don't watch this film. It's not really. You're not gonna get much out of it. Is it a period drama? It is a period drama, Downton right. Abbey. It's about um, it's about an abbey in the eighty is it 1925. It goes there's a whole spans a whole range of time, right. and it's about the people upstairs in the abbey. So the Earl of Grantham and like all his daughters and the family members. And sort of the upper society, and then it's also half the show is about the sort of lower lower class, uh, like the servants and the, all the the butlers and mm. the cooks and stuff. So you get this sort of really nice. Uh, it's an interesting, like vertical slice of that sort of time period, and seeing the different like how the different classes interact with each other. So you get the I mean in the series you get the classic stuff of like, you know, one person from one class falls in love with a person from another class and they can't be together because yeah. they're, not, they're not not meant to be and all that, but then maybe it works out and stuff. And you get that, that sort of dynamic happening quite a lot. Anyway, do you guys like period dramas? I, I like period dramas, yeah. What sort of dramas, period dramas have you seen? Or like... Oh, no, you have been put, on, the put on the spot. Poirot. Poirot, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Poirot. Yeah, Poirot. Yeah, Poirot. Um, Gosford Park. Yeah, Gosford Park. Yeah, I've seen that. I haven't seen that. Um, similar. It, was it Mayf- Mayfair? May. Oh, yeah, I, you know when someone asks you a question and you're like, well... Pride and Prejudice? Oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen both versions in okay. the Br- British and the American. The British TV series is a hundred times better. Anyway, Downton Abbey. It's a uh, period, period uh, drama. It's good. It's like it's like one of the better, well-known ones. That are, you know, it's it's gone across to America. Americans would, love it. And I it's would like, argue that it's, it's definitely one of the... It's, if it could be, it could rival the biggest. Yeah, drama, probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's de- definitely there now. So they made a film out of it. Uh, what they usually do Didn't is okay. <laughs> so what they usually do with the series is they they, they would do um, the full series and then they'd do a Christmas special. And that was like, like Doctor Who. Yes, like Doctor Who. Yes, but without the Daleks. Um, and they would do like a, that special would be like 
maybe two episodes in one. It's basically like a little mini movie. Uh-huh. Um, I guess probably well, about an hour and 20, so a full movie, I guess. Um, and they would do that every year, basically. And then they finished the season up, uh, last season, and it was finished. And I think a couple of years later, maybe two years later, three years later, they've come come along with this this movie. And, uh, I mean, it, it kind of, it's hard to say whether or not it's just a cash grab, but obviously, you know, the, the people who were in the movie made a lot of money out of it. But um, ba- basically, it's a, I would say it's like, if you take the story arc of a full season and then condense it down to a sort of an hour and a half, hour and 45 minute long film mm-hmm. and cut out all the filler. Yeah. Um, well, basically the premise of the story is that the the, uh, the king and queen are going are coming to Downton Abbey and it's like them getting ready to, you know, have them for dinner basically and like what goes along with that and some like, there's some goings on with people like trying to, you know, do bad things to the king and queen and there's like anyway it's it's it was it, the story is fine um <clears throat> there was a few things that like i really like i like the show but to make it work as a film they had to like they had to just like make the some of the characters behave in a way that they wouldn't normally behave mm-hmm. so like they just like to go along with it to get the to get the plot moving or whatever or they'd make a decision which would be like wow they would never do that in the show sort of thing <laughs> And there's a few things specifically like that I noticed in the trailer that I felt really cringy in the trailer. Mm. Like these, like there's, there's, there's a line that's like, um, "We must protect the honor of Downton Abbey" or whatever. And you're just like, "What? It's just weird. Like, why are they saying that?" Or like one of them in the trailer, it comes, there's another line that's like, "I fear this is the end of for Downton Abbey." And you're like, "Ooh, drama! What's going to happen?" <laughs> but in the film, they're just sort of added in lines that don't really make much sense mm-hmm. while they're there yeah. and they're put in and you think oh they've put those in specifically for the trailer like specifically they've added those in like they don't really fit with the rest of the, the story and stuff and the characters would never normally say that yeah. so that sort of pulled me out a little bit um, otherwise it looked beautiful and actually it makes me really want to go and visit the house uh, the, the Abbey because it is gorgeous and the, the way they shot it is a lot nicer than the show and it's just basically a longer episode with a lot of money thrown at it and it's Pretty good. Like I, w- I would say, if you're into Downton Abbey, might as well see it at the cinema. But oh. if not, maybe just wait until it comes out and watch it on, on oh, your okay, TV. Cool. It's like it's fine. Like it's just, it's pretty good. Every, it's like one of those. Everyone has a pretty happy ending. It's pretty s- safe, and it's just, it's yeah, it's it's all right. I would I would say if you're not into that, if you never watched Downton Abbey, don't bother. Could you watch yeah. it without? <laughs> Yeah. Watching the rest no. of the. No. Should we? Should we do it? You're welcome to. You're welcome to. I mean, Kermode watched it and he hasn't watched the series, and he mm-hmm. liked it and got a, got some of it, some out of it, I guess. But I would say it'd be pretty difficult to to get anything much out of it. What about you, Johnny? Well, something that we've kind of half been refraining from talking about. I finally finished Stranger Things. Wait, you haven't finished Fiction? I finished it like last weekend. You, come on, we've, there's been loads of times where we brought this up on the podcast. <laughs> and outside of the podcast as well, we were like, why haven't you finished Stranger Things? Actually, you know what, though? It's actually kind of good that he's finishing it now because it's the perfect time, I think, to finish or watch Stranger Things. What, mm. for Halloween? October. Yeah, Halloween, yeah. It should be released in October because like, the previous two yeah. seasons were released in October. Yeah, I don't know why it wasn't. It's like, this is the perfect time for it. Because it's like at 4th of July and the thing, and it's just like, oh, let's release it 4th of July. I wonder if they were trying to get out before it too as well, maybe. Because they've got some similar, like, some crossover there, haven't they? Maybe. At least with the first film. Maybe. Yeah. I I just think it, like, everyone goes away at summer. Yeah. Like, everyone's busy at summer. Who, like, 
I know people will have still watched it and stuff. Yeah, we, we watched it in Canada, so... It just seems like it would have been a better release to do it in October. Yeah, I totally. Can we have a quick little spoiler section? Johnny, can you just remind me what happens in the final episode of Stranger Things? So, final episode of Stranger Things, they... Spoilers, 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 skip fastest if you don't... They... Give it a minute or two. They're in the mall. So, they've had uh, the mall and, like, up until this point in the series, like, a lot of the characters have been separated. So, you've had, like, Dustin and his little crew down in the Russian base. Yeah. You've had Hopper and those guys... um, Exploring the labs or whatever it was. Yeah, exploring the labs and, like, going to the... to the fun fair and mm. like they've got a Russian, oh, yeah, the Russian guy, Russian guy yes. um, so and they take him to the guy who's got like the bald head and the beard and, yeah. and stuff. The journalist, yeah. And then you've got mm. all the main group of kids who are kind of just like out and about like Eleven's kind of using all the powers to put the monster at bay and Oh, and there's the, and there's the guy, isn't there? Uh, I think his brother. Yeah. He's the, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, sorry. The bad guy. It's funny because it, I I would watched it maybe a month ago and it's completely gone out of my head. Or a really? Months ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't think about it quite a lot. I thought those last like because I I I was missing the last two episodes, so I watched the six before that and I thought yeah this is alright this is alright. Those last two episodes yeah. are awesome. They're they? so good. The music yeah, is amazing. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Like yeah, and you only get a snippet as yeah, well. You do, yeah, you get like yeah. fifteen seconds yeah. of like oh my days this is like whole new m83 album or something do you know the in the bit where eleven's like on top of like the like she's at the banister and she like crushes she does something she does something oh yeah, thing yeah, yeah with yeah. the car and the yeah. music's bum 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 i was like yeah. ah, this is amazing. <laughs> and it's just like you need to stop knowing about it yeah it's just it's remind me i really so need to good. i need to go back and listen to because i hope they're full tracks i hope they're not just like 30 second snippets because so that'd good. be a waste of i know that just but need to go repeat. I do think like those last two episodes, the music goes from like a, an eight mm. to like an eleven. Like I think goes, goes to eleven. <laughs> Very good. That's what I did there. Can I ask where do you guys think they're going to go with the next series? Because oh. are they doing how many more series are they doing? One more apparently. One more. I think it's one more or two more. It's, it's coming to a close. I was half expecting because there's there's recently been another like season four announcement yeah there has yeah. i was half thinking they're gonna release it in october and like everyone's not gonna expect so it good if they um, did, but, but I, I, don't, I don't think they are um could do like a christmas i think copper's probably not he's dead de- definitely not dead or like they're gonna go and try and rescue him he's or something like that um because <laughs> he gets sucked into the big machine yeah at yeah. the end of it he can't he can't get out of that room quick yeah. enough I- um so he, pu- he pushes like the the Russian guy into the machine, and then everything starts exploding and stuff. Like that. Do you think he's been like teleported to some other dimension or something? Yeah, yeah, he's got to be somewhere else, hasn't he? I think I think it, they've hinted at it, haven't they? Like it's not going to be in the town anymore, and the I think a lot of it's going to be in the upside down, isn't it? So that's what they've hinted at. Do you think they might go to the upside down to fight the monsters? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think my guess. And this is not necessarily what the whole story is or anything, but what I think they will do at one point, there'll be a scene, and this is where I think Strange Things steals a lot of things from other TV always, shows yeah. and other mm, films yeah, and always. stuff. Like the Upside Down, like when she's in a little... Is it the Upside Down when she's in inside of the black space? Yeah, That's from yeah, yeah. Under the Skin. Yeah. There's like a load of stuff they steal from different yeah. um, like other films and movies and TV shows. I think that maybe they'll do something where like Eleven... Because I know Eleven's lost the powers at this point, isn't she? Yeah. yeah, I th- sorry people who have spoiled it again. We're to keep skipping past, um, I think they'll probably 
give her powers back, but she'll be even more powerful than she was before. I think you're going to get, you know, the Dragon Ball Z, like powering up stance oh, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. where like things like rocks and stuff start lifting off the ground. Mm. And she's like, and like, it's goes absolutely crazy. Like we're like the, the ground's lifting up and then there's like power levels going up everywhere. And yeah. like, 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 I feel like that whole like Dragon Ball Z power up, you know, the battle parts of that, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to steal a lot of that. I, I just got, I, I've been expecting it to happen for ages. Mm. Every season, I'm like, oh, they're probably going to do that. Where like, she's going to be so powerful that things are going to start lifting off the ground. It's that, that, because that visual is really strong and not, nothing is really ever done. I don't think, no. I can't think of anything that's done that like as, as, as a big, a big Hollywood movie production thing. Mm. Uh, maybe like, maybe Superman, maybe, but I think, yeah, that, that's, I think they'll, well, I think they'll take that from Dragon Ball Z. Do you think they'll ever go back to the other, the other uh, kids that have got powers, that of that the gang? Uh, I hope not. I think that tanked. I think it did so bad ratings-wise. I think they'll just, just avoid ignore it. it. Yeah, they're going to ignore that it did ever happen. Yeah, that was a weird I hate few it. episodes. I hate it. That's ruined that season for me. Mm. So, uh, two questions. Yeah. Did you expect Steve's uh, pirate girl um, to... To be like, gay? Yeah. Uh, no, no, but I thought it was a really nice twist I thought it was really cute yeah. I thought it it was fine I, I don't it wasn't me really, I didn't really expect it but yeah it was it was, it was an interesting turn it would it would have been would have been a little bit cliched for them just to get together I suppose it's yeah. going against your expectations a little bit yeah that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's good but I think it was fine it worked no, I thought okay it was, I thought it was really yeah. cute I think like it's it did a really good job of like making you think that that's that's what was going to happen but all the signs were there to say that she might be into girls, like. But they weren't. They, when, but they, were, they didn't bat you over the head with it. You know what I mean? Like it no. was. It was mm. a subtle thing, which I thought was, was fine. That's. I think yeah. that's a good way, just doing it. It's just yeah. There it is. I, mm. I mean, we're not talking about the most important part of that sequence, which is how he gets into the stall, which is just <laughs> he like crawls underneath. I was like, "Whoa, man, you are very cool." Yeah. The way he just does things, I'm just like, does he think? Does the actor think of it, or does like someone in the it's like, like the I crew? Maybe. Yeah, it's just cool. But no, I thought it was really cute. Um, I think he's like one of my favourite characters. He, no, he's the yeah, he's good. Best character. It's funny, Nick, because like, if you go back and watch the Name first series, you watch go back and watch the first series. He's like, you hate him at the start. No, and I he just, he, well, when he's being like, he's like, yeah. in, you know, when he's like in a in a driveway. And he's like swinging the bat, the bat and stuff. I was like, yeah, this guy's cool. Like Jake mm. and my brother Jacob and I were like texting, being like, Steve's the coolest guy. <laughs> oh, and turns out that's backed up by three seasons of it mm. we've actually in work we've got a poster of him so love Steve how did you find Never Ending Story yeah it's pretty good Sarah is like messaging me that was probably the best bit I loved I loved that Mel loved that bit Never Ending Story um Aaron what have you been watching uh so I watched a film called The Snowman um which has uh, Michael Fassbender in it uh, it's kind of like a murder mystery. So it's like Detective Harry Hall investigates the disappearances of a woman whose scarf is found wrapped around an ominous-looking snowman. So it's directed by Thomas Alfredson. You may recognize that name from such films as Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy or Let the Right One In. Mm. Um, the original, or the yeah, we'll be on it. We'll be the original. Let the right one in. It was Let Me In. Was the remake? Yeah, that <coughs> was the remake. Um. So, 
it's it's quite I don't know. So I, Heather and I years ago we saw the trailer for it because it came out I think it's like 2017. Yeah, 2017. Uh, we saw the trailer for it and the trailer made it look pretty decent. Um, so we didn't read any reviews. Like we tried to watch it one time, but then I think it left Netflix. So we like it popped up on Netflix the other day and we were free. So we thought let's watch it. Actually, it's because we were gonna watch. Uh, we watched it because we were some. I think it was something to do with the pod. Like when we we're gonna watch like horror films or something. I don't know. And I completely misread the situation. I mis- misread, uh, misread all of the text messages, and then I just started watching the snowman. And then you guys like text me being like, "No, we're not doing that." And I was just really confused. I can't remember. You it were was- going for like scare, scare your pants off horror films, and we were going for like. PG thirteen horror. I think so. I think that's what the plan was, or whatever. Anyway, um, this film sucked. This film <laughs> oh, sucked I was gonna, hard. Can I ask a couple questions about it? Yeah. So it's set in, in somewhere with snow. Whereabouts is it set? Where's the? Is it America? Is no, it, it's uh, oh, is it Russia. Sh- is it? I want to say it's, it's Sweden. Okay, so it's not. Okay, right, fair enough. It, Does it? Because I look at this and I think I look at this and I think I think Fargo. Because I'm like, okay, snow murder. Sort of a mystery going on. Yeah. Does it have any of the sort of like, character of the town or anything? Where it, no. It, so I, quite, I quite like it in like films and TV where there's like the, the characters that are in some sort of like really um, extreme weather conditions or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting when that happens. Like heavy rain. Yeah, really heavy rain or like. Oh, the film Heavy Rain. The film Heavy Rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, yeah. just like in a flood. Oh, right. Yeah. It's like an action film, but there's like a flood ha- yeah. happening. I always, I think, I mean, it, sometimes a bit of a maybe a bit of a a crutch or whatever, but I quite I quite like those sort of films. Yeah. Does it does it involve it that much or is it literally Not, just oh it's a bit of snow. No, it's just set set in winter to do like like the, the killer basically like puts his snowman or snowman outside of the window, the exact same snowman. Um when you watch the trailer, it makes you think that like a sort of like small time cop or a big time cop, like that detective or whatever, gets put in this like small town and he's just like these murders happening in the town and he kind of solves them. Looks makes it look really gritty, makes it look really like sort of insular and stuck. But in actual fact, like he's all over like Sweden and it's like set in like towns. It's to do with like politics and it's just really complicated. It's really rubbish. The story is mental. <laughs> I don't know. I just, right. Heather and I hate it. Yeah, we watch so many bad films. Yeah, you watch. You, why do you watch these films? Like, what, what, what was it about it that you like? Oh, I watched the tra- this. trailer. Is made it because it, it's Fastbender. No, no, the trailer. The trailer made it look like it was like, as I said, like a small time, like sort of mini murders. You know, just like yeah. really. I don't know. They'd be do you, doing like do you a lot go of investigation. To Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb before you watch them. You just go, oh, this looks good. Yeah, yeah, watch it. yeah. It's just, just That's go, good. You should. I'm glad cold. you do that because otherwise it would just be the same films everyone. I've gone cold. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys think that I look at ratings all the time. And I think we'll find that I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad, but it, it it was really bad. I tell you what, though, right? You know the shot in the bus on the Joker. You know the one I talked about, where like he was sat at the back of the bus, and then it, I don't know, it made it look all weird. I think it, mm. so. The camera's moving forwards as it's doing a zoom out. Or yeah, something, and you yeah. Get that sort of weird like yeah. effect that goes on. This film has loads of that in it, right? And mm. every single time it happens, it's awesome, right? But that's the only redeeming. Like, who does the? Who's the? Uh, I don't even know. But like, Heather and I were watching it, and you know, when you sort of finish a film, and I wanted to be like, "Well, that was bad." Um, and I was waiting. I was like, "Did Heather like it?" I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> and so we were both looking at each other, like, "Hmm, who's gonna say that it was rubbish first? And then I was just like, "Well, it was shot really, really well." And then after okay, about here we go. Ten minutes. Of Dion Beebe. Yeah. Is the cinematographer. Yeah. He what else he's done? He's done 
Collateral. That's, yeah, that's Memoirs good. of a, gay, a Geisha. Holy crap. Okay, yeah. Uh, this... Chicago. I've never seen it. Nine. He's yeah. just done Gemini Man. That new one's coming out. <laughs> hmm. In 120 frames a second. Oh, um, that looks weird. He yeah, did Into the Woods, Edge of Tomorrow. Of oh, course. Cool. Uh, the script has been wrote for Edge of Tomorrow too, apparently. Oh, okay. I'm excited about that. Special so, movie. Equilibrium. Oh, okay, so this person is... He's, he's done quite a lot of pretty cool stuff, actually. Like, So you can probably say that's probably where it's coming from, like the visual aspect. Honestly, it? I thought it was sick. I, I really did. but And I really thought, because I really like Tinker Tail's Soldier Spy, I thought it was a, quite a good film. Mm. What I remember of it, anyway. This just didn't land. Like, the murders didn't really bother me. Like, the story and the politics that were involved in it, again, just wasn't interesting. Can I ask, when you and... Have both watch a film. Yeah. So you, you watch it, and then can you do you often like you can't judge what what she thought about it until the end until you talk about it. A lot of the time, yeah, I think I think so. Your life is so different to mine. Me, me and Mel, <laughs> I, Mel knows exactly if I like a film or not. I think anyone knows. I mean, if you that's like a real surprise. Not. I think everyone in the cinema when we saw Joker knew that you were enjoying yourself, like that bit where it was just you laughing. On <laughs> <your own>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah. Well, so okay. Do you guys like often line up on films then? Like, do you often like, yeah. like the same stuff, or yeah. is there a is, can you name a film where you loved it and she wasn't that bothered about it, and she was just like, ah, oh, I didn't like it, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Fifth Element, Fifth <laughs> like, Element, yeah, 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 yeah. She I, wasn't into it. No, I think like stuff like that, she she doesn't really sync up with me. But like, if it's kind of arty or if the story's like interesting or gripping, like she'll be like, well, in like, like. Well, we we do think up on a lot of things like music and art and Fifth stuff. Element is is a bit more. It's an acquired taste. It's, it's, it's a, like maybe this is a bit too much of a broad comment, but because they're, if we're into games and we're into those sort of world, weird worlds and stuff, we can sort yeah. of forgive it a little bit more because we're used to that sort of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about you guys? Do you sync up with your better halves? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, I can tell if Mel. I, I I'm pretty good. Cho- I'm pretty good at choosing films that Mel will like. I think most mm. of the time. Yeah. Although most of the time, if I really like a film, Mel is just like, yeah, it was fine. It, very rarely she'll hate it, unless yeah. I like, unless it's something like a really really dark horror film or something where I know yeah. she won't be into it. Most of the time, it, she usually she, the films that I really like, she's just like, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, it's alright. No, yeah, I mean, uh, we we watched one recently and that happened, but we'll talk about that one in the future episode. How about you, Johnny? Uh, Sarah gets pretty sleepy pretty quick. So, yeah. Um, yep. I mean, you guys are really similar then? If, uh, if, <laughs> I say if, if it's not a film she's into, she's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like that though. I think that's like... In some ways, I think that's like a good thing that you can just go to sleep to something if yeah. you're not enjoying it. Like, I don't know. And it's just comfortable enough to sleep whilst yeah. you're enjoying a film. I don't know what the... I think Shining. That be, oh, I can't believe that's insane. That's that insane. A little bit. Um, Johnny, one of Johnny's favorite films ever. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. It, it it was a bit of a rushed viewing before we. Uh, yeah, and you guys have been hit, hitting the midnight oil quite a bit with the house, haven't you? Yeah. House, so. It's coming to an end. One more month. Well done. done. Well done. Right. I have something else to talk about. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Last night. Well, Last night. actually. Say this, my Mel's sister's husband. Now, hey, congratulations, uh, Bex and Matt. Um, Matt bought me a DVD. I think for Christmas or on my birthday a long time ago, mm-hmm. which is American Psycho. 
yeah. And I, I'm actually, I want to clarify that. I'm pretty sure it was American Psycho. I'm pretty sure it was that film. Anyway, I eventually put on, got onto Plex and everything, and eventually I was like, it's been on my list of when wanting yes. to watch it for a while. Have you guys, have you I've seen, seen it? I've seen it, yeah. Have you seen it, Johnny? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. So it's been on the list. This is one of Christian Bale, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. For a while. And I always thought, like, is it just a remake of Psycho? Mm-hmm. Or because I know the character's Patrick Bate- Bateman, which is obviously similar to Norman Bates. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's like a bit of a, yeah, so it's a, a nod, a, isn't a nod it? to that. So I'll just give you a quick run. So I watched this last night. I'll give you a quick rundown. So the film is based on a, a Brett Easton Ellis book, uh, by the same name. Um it's set in the eighties. It was made in the early two thousands, I think, or maybe late nineties, early two thousands, something like that. Um, I remember it being in like the video. Two thousand, it was made, um, and it was directed by uh, Mary Harron, mm-hmm. um, and stars yeah, like, like Aaron said, stars Christian Bale, and also has uh, what's his face, Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe in it as well, uh, and and Jared Leto was in it as well, which is yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. But, um, hey Paul, yes. Uh, so the film is basically. It's not much of a. It's not really a story or a plot in it. It's more of a character study. Yeah. But it's set in the eighties, and it's it's really a critique of that sort of eighties uh, consumerism lifestyle, like yeah, and, yeah. and like yuppie lifestyle. Mm. So like Wolf Wall, Wall Street, Street. Yeah, 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 Wall yeah, Street yeah, yeah. sort yeah. of guys, and they're all obsessed with what suits they're wearing, all mm-hmm. really flash designer suits. Who's got the best apartment? Mm-hmm. What restaurants they can get into because they're always going to restaurants. Mm-hmm. They all seemingly don't do any work. They just sort of like go for meetings at restaurants and talk about like their lifestyles and stuff. It's from the perspective of, of Patrick Bateman, who you learn fairly quickly is very self-obsessed, yeah. basically a narcissist. And then you realize actually he's a bit of a psycho. He's a bit odd. He's a bit weird. Um, and then slowly as the film goes on and progresses, you see more and more of his violent personality. He starts to basically unwind and you realize he's, he's going from this really um, uh, controlling and very like his, he, his house, like his apartment is just like, there's nothing in it. It's all white walls. Little, there's like a telescope in the corner, really like fashionable furniture, but there's no belongings there. There's no like person there. It's just like this empty shell of an apartment, which is, I guess, is like supposed to be what, you know, who he is as like a person. He's a psychopath. He has no real emotion apart from anger and, and violence. And did you, what did you guys think of the film? I mean, okay. I guess like, we're not talking to, do we want to talk about spoilers? Or do you want to do yeah, you might as well. Because yeah. I, I genuinely, because I want to ask you, I yeah, I cannot there, there remember is, the ending yeah. okay. at yeah. all anymore. I've seen okay. it. I saw it so, so many so years ago. So if you really care about this film, I would say go into it without knowing nothing. So I would skip ahead if you if you, if you care about it. It's definitely worth a watch if it you're is, into that sort of thing. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of, it's no real story to, to spoil really. It's just sort yeah, of how the film unfolds. It's, it is a character study. Yeah. Like that's what. As, it, as the film goes on and on, it gets more and more erratic. He's like uh, bringing prostitutes in and then like trying like, torturing him or trying to kill them and stuff and at one point he's in the home of um paul allen and uh basically one of the prostitutes is trying to escape she runs out around the apartments and starts opening the cupboard doors and then you, you, you realize suddenly at, at that point you, you've seen him like kill a couple of people and then get rid of the bodies or like be violent with people and at this point she opens like cupboard doors and stuff and goes into a bathroom and there's literally like three or four bodies hanging in the in the yeah. cupboard or he goes into a bathroom and there's like a yeah, bath, right. there's yeah. like a, a, a body all bleeding out and you realize he is crazy like and you get nods to that all the way through but he is really 
just like completely psychotic. She runs down the hallway. He's chasing after her with a, a chainsaw. Yeah. And I mean, then yeah. he kills her in the end. And you're like, how does he get away with this? Like the way it ends is at one point he goes out to get some cash out and there's a cat there and the cash machine says, feed me a cat. He, he sees it on the screen. So then he gets a gun out and he starts like trying to kill the, the cat and then this woman comes and then like this old woman is like, oh, what are you doing? And he shoots him. He goes on this rampage, he's running around the city shooting at the cops and basically he has this big meltdown and he, he's on the run. And then it ends up that he confesses to his lawyer and then right at the end, he meets up with his lawyer and his lawyer doesn't believe him and thinks he's someone else. And it's a really weird ending because he gets confused as for this other guy because they all basically look the same, all his like friends and whatever. Yeah. Mm. And you're kind of not sure if the director's trying to say this is all in his head. Yeah. yeah or yeah. it actually happened and he just somehow got away with it or, okay. or what. Can't, yeah, I can't remember any of that. I think it, like that character seems to play into those three guys who are on the train in the Joker almost. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like a, a crossover in some sort of ways, like yeah. of that yuppie kind of like self-centered, like we don't care who you are because you're just some low, low life scum to us. Afterwards, I thought was, I was like, well, yeah, was that in his head? Was it, I was really confused. Like I thought, no, it, it, some parts of it definitely weren't. And then other parts you think maybe. I was watching, reading some interviews and watching some stuff online about the, the director and she was saying that wasn't her intention that people thought it was all in his head. Mm-hmm. Her intention was um, to leave it quite a lot, a lot more open mm-hmm. um, and specifically the scene with the apartment that he's, he's using this apartment that, of this guy he's killed. You you see all his bodies like hung up in the closet and stuff and you know, mm. all this stuff happened and he comes back a few days later and someone's showing it out to renters and it's all been painted over and all looks clean and stuff and you're like what is is this what, is this all in his head what's going on but then also the person showing the apartment knows like basically says oh i think you should leave and he and like basically knows that what's going with the apartment so i think what was supposed to have happened is what the cult i think what the director's trying to say is that it's not necessarily him he is psycho he's a psycho he is a crazy man but also the culture around him and that sort of 80s like consumerism is so like psychotic and that the people who own the apartments like who own these apartments or whatever and if all his dead bodies were in there would rather sort of like brush it under the rug mm-hmm. and clean it all up and not have not have the value of their home to go go down and not have the apartments not being able to rent it out and stuff like and have this big big media scandal the world around him is allowing him to do this and it's mm-hmm. just and also he's just like doesn't care it's really weird it's like i think it's Definitely more of a critique of that whole lifestyle and culture. Anyway, I've talked about it too much, but I really enjoyed it. I, I was, it wasn't like an incredible film or anything, but it was I went, interesting. I went though, not right? knowing anything about it, and it was, it was, it was also really funny in some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's a really joke. Darkly yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never laugh with him at all. He's always, a, he's a very odd guy, and the way he acts is really weird, and yeah. you sort of laugh at him. You can understand ways, how but... he like went psycho on the set of Terminator. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kicked yeah. off. Like, was it like some camera guy or something or something? Like wanted some water or it was like some costume change and he like had a fight with somebody on set. Oh, I, don't, I don't know actually. Why? Why would I understand what? Yeah, because he was acting well, in the no, film. But... This isn't him. He's portraying a character, Johnny. No, but like, you, like, because he he portrays a psychopath a little too well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see. yeah, yeah, yeah. He Christian is. Bale. He is very good at it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say I'm sorry if I ruined that too much for people who haven't seen it. Like, 
but please, if you haven't seen it, I actually think it is really interesting. And it's really, I like, again, I say this all the time, I love, when a film is set in a, set, a certain period and they nail that period, I, I, I like it a lot it more. Quick. It went really quick as well. It was like an hour and a half, I think, and it was went really, really quick. Nice. It was, yeah, an hour and 41, and it was just, just it was brilliant. Just like when Sarah watches a film with Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, apologies for going on for quite long there. I have one very, very quick film. Ooh. I watched Horrible Bosses. Oh, did you? I've never seen this film. Please do not watch this film. It is a waste <laughs> of time. I was, I was hoping, like, because we kept talking about War Dogs. I was yeah. like, oh, what if I can find another gem like that? And <laughs> for some reason, I landed on Horrible Bosses. I was like, okay, I just need something funny. Like, I need to do some ironing. I need an ironing You watched film. this on your own? Watched it by myself. And I was like, what? Kevin Spacey's in this. Hmm. I think Not. this probably doesn't does, doesn't hold up in terms <laughs> no. of like what's gone on in the last few years. Well, yeah, like I was because Kevin Spacey's in it. I like, didn't even know that he was in it. I I was scrolling down just on Google before, and when his IMDb isn't the first thing that comes up, I had to scroll onto page two to get to his IMDb because it was all news articles and stuff. Yeah, you know something's gone down there. So um, yeah, it's just a really terrible film. It's really just crass and Charlie Day's in it. I know. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. I know. He's also some weird, like, she's a dentist, isn't she? Yeah. She's like a, she's joined, like, joined Instagram recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, broke Instagram and all that. Yeah, yeah. broke Instagram. Yeah. Anyway, go But on. basically, it's just about these three guys who each have horrible bosses and they want to try and get rid of these bosses because their lives are so terrible, but they want to seem to stay in the job and they've got, like, like stuff on them so if they did leave the job then they'd make it really bad for them but it's just it's just a really terrible horrible film and please do not go and watch it i remember watching it and thinking it was fine you saw it yeah well um, in what situation did you watch I it i think i don't i think i was just watching trying to look for something to watch a long time ago probably when i was in uni and we just I watched it and it was it was fine i think i don't remember it being very good I mean, there's been a, fun, a few funny moments, but... I know, know what I know about Kevin Spacey now. It's like Kevin Spacey playing himself because he's like one of the horrible... Um, I don't remember that character at all. In it, he's just... Yeah. It was sort of in line with those... I remember it being a similar sort of... Because like 40-year-old virgin and that sort of like style comedy, I suppose. But it, it's trying to go for that style. Apple. Yeah. But it's, it's not, it's not, not as quite that. that. Yeah. Um, like those films of like some of those films are quite funny, like Anchorman and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's not in that well. realm. It's just something different. And I was watching it, I was just like, oh, this is. Did you watch the full thing? Uh, yeah, because I was like, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. So I may as well see how it plays out. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's cool. like two kind of full laughs, but nothing. Yeah, I don't wouldn't wouldn't watch it with Kevin. Right, on to. Spooky times. Spooky times. Arachnophobia. Sorry, I'll not do that accent again. I apologize. I'm going to do that in the next episode, definitely. <laughs> so, Arachnophobia was directed by Frank Marshall, who has also directed Congo, Riddles of the Lost Ark, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I mean, do you know what? Is this true? Is this all true? I. No, okay. Okay, so no, he hasn't done that Come on, <laughs> <laughs> he was just involved in some way yeah, just go click on his name and then click on director and right. what has he done sorry just he's do that done, he's is done. this true is this true no it's he's, not true well and he's done the making of poltergeist so uh the making of indiana jones and the temple of doom tommy trouble 
Rollercoaster Rabbit, Rhinophobia, Alive. I don't know who. At Congo, from the Earth to the Moon. Out of all these, he's basically done Arachnophobia, Alive, and Congo. There is like main. Oh, Eight Below. There is like main films he's done. All right, well. All he's mainly ones. a producer from from what I can see. Nice. Um, the film also stars Jeff Daniels, Julian Sands, John Goodman, Harley Jane Kozak. And basically, the premise is a species of South American killer spiders hitch a ride to the US in a coffin and starts to breed and kill. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Can I just tell you the, the, the big horror films that came out this year? Yes, do it. For 1990, the oh, big yeah, horror came... films were Flatliners. That was a big one, wasn't it? Is that got, um, <coughs> what's his name, from 24 in it? Yeah, probably. Yes, Jack Kiefer Bauer. Su- Kiefer Sutherland and Kevin Bacon. Jack uh, Bauer. Uh, Gremlins 2. Oh, what a good film. Jacob's Ladder. Never seen it. No, 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 no not idea. familiar That's... with that one. Classic film, which I almost chose for this, Tremors. Oh, Tremors. What a great... That is a good film. Great film. Yeah, they're the sort of big uh, horror films of that year. Um, So, Jeff Daniels, right? Like, he... he I, I like him in some things, and I dislike him in other things. Like, people love that. What's that funny movie that he's in that everyone loves? Do you know the one with him and the other funny guy that's... <laughs> they're all funny together. Oh, Dumb and Dumber, yeah. Yes. No. No, I, mean, I know that film. All oh, right, so. I'm just not into it. I no, I know. never liked that film either. No. Like, what I was like... thought it was just really stupid. Like, it was just like... Was, it's like such a lowest common denominator comedy. But he did like... He's been in a bunch of like indie films that I'm like into, which I'm looking... Martian? Steve Jobs? Oh, he's in the... He's been in a lot of stuff. Away We Go... Um, he's in Looper for a bit, apparently. Wow. Um, he's the bad guy in Looper, isn't he? Oh yeah, he was the bad guy in Looper. Yeah, <coughs> but I don't know. He's a, he's an odd, odd, odd guy, but he's recognizable face. Though. Yeah, he's got a real and a, and a voice, recognizable voice as well. Mm. I think. Oh, he's in um, yeah, the Squid and the Wheel. <laughs> this is this is our podcast now. But there's start on TV. There's there's a guy yeah. in the very in the intro, like you know where they're they're in the jungle yes. and they get like airlifted into the thing. Yeah, there's a guy in there. I was like, I know you. I was like, who is that guy? Basically, he's he's, he's got like a bald head and he's got yeah, like hair coming well. down, and he's got like this kind of like look about him. I was like. You're from Crocodile Dundee too, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah he's he's like one of the baddies, one of the drug smugglers. Oh right, yeah. Like it's him, and I think it's like his brother, and they set the outback on fire, mm-hmm. and like Crocodile Dundee's like going around like chopping. Is that the one where it's like, no, this is a knife or yes. whatever? People every time, if I'm in like the staff room or something, and I get a knife, I'm like, just gonna pass me the knife. It's like that's not a knife. It's like okay, I've heard this joke like <laughs> seventy million times. <laughs> Still not funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Crocodile Dundee was funny when I was a kid, though. It wasn't even Crocodile Dundee who said that in the film. Was it not? No. It was like, I think he's called like Big Ted or something like that. <laughs> it's like some guy in a pub. Big, big croc, in he's big croc from Dundee. Um, so, Johnny, you're the man of all the information. Mm-hmm. How much did this film cost to make? Uh, this film cost ten pounds fifty to make. Wow. I have no idea. I have no idea how much. Mate, you're so usually on top of this. But like you're like the information guru. Basically, I chose this film, but I know nothing about this film. <laughs> Why did you choose <laughs> this film? Why did you Why choose did this film? Choose... Yeah. Okay, so basically, I was thinking it'd be way too easy just to pick a scary film because scary films. Well, 
it's not way too easy to pick a scary film, but I was thinking let's let's do something a bit outside of where we'd usually go. So let's pick something which is a bit more family friendly, a bit more uh, approachable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I was looking through different things. I was like, I don't really want to do anything recent because like a modern spooky PG thirteen film is probably going to be animated and made by some like big production company. I want to go and look for something which is. I've not seen, firstly. Not, you, you hadn't seen this before? No, I've not seen this before. I, I'd seen this years ago. Oh, yeah. I, I, loved, I actually, when you said this, I was really happy because I, this is one of those films that is really small film, mm. I feel like, anyway, at the time. And like, you never ever hear anyone talk about it. Yeah. But like, I loved it when I was a kid when I watched it. I thought it was like great. And then like, I remember maybe like five or 10 years ago, just going on YouTube and like, oh, Arachnophobia, <laughs> I'm going to look up this, watch some of the scenes from it and being like, Oh, that was different to how I remember it. I thought the front cover looked interesting just to begin with because it's mm. like it's like all silhouetted and it's got like a kind of uh, mauve sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, mm, this looks interesting. It's kind of like, it looks like the sort of thing I would watch. So I looked at some reviews and it seemed to be half decent. It had fair reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did all right on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah, that's, what, that's why I, cho- I didn't choose it for any other reason apart from it's about spiders it looked, it was PG, and um, it had um, some look of interest to me. The, the, this this start of this film uh, felt very. It's so long. Yeah, it's very long, but it felt very mm. Jurassic Park, like really like the opening. You know, the opening scene in Jurassic Park where they mm. they go up to the the, the 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 dig site and they're talking to Sam O'Neill. Is that his name? I can't remember. Um, that whole bit at the start felt like. And that's probably about five minutes of the film and it just gets going to the Jurassic Park and you're like, okay, yeah, the, the movie's going, we're going to see some dinosaurs, we're going to see like re- you know, really cool uh, visuals. This film has that same bit but stretched out for 40 minutes. Yeah, it's Super slow. Just like, okay. Yeah, it's just like really very slow to get going. Yep. And I guess that's because spiders are not that scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, not really. No, what can you do with spiders? Scale. Well, they made them scary though, and didn't they? Well, they like, made them scary. What they can do with spiders is what they did at the end, which was good. I thought, like how they how they sort of like made made that whole segment like kind of creepy and unnerving and stuff. But you can't do that for the whole film, so I, I guess they had to drag it out for a start. There's a lot of like character build up in it. Like he's a new doctor who comes to town and brings his family away from the city, and there's a lot, there's a lot yeah. of like you're from the city, you don't know what it's like to be in the countryside. I think you know what. So just for context, me and Johnny watched this together, didn't we? Yeah. on Saturday and we kept we were making some of the same comments like it felt very like the, the sort of village and the sort of like community felt twin peaky in some way yeah you were seeing all these weird characters that you'd see re- reoccurring characters that came in it's very and it was it's it's i would say it's probably more of a comedy than it is anything yeah else. yeah definitely i think the last clip of the film <clears throat> kind of like sealed the deal for me when they moved back to San Francisco and then like they're making a joke about something to do with spiders and there's like an earthquake and they're like oh it's just a thingy we can live in the city or something and yeah, I was yeah. like oh okay so this was supposed to be a comedy oh, fair, 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 fair <laughs> enough see we we watched it as a group it was me Johnny and our significant others and I think if I'd watched this on my own, I wouldn't have really appreciated it as much. Mm. I think watching it as a group, maybe as a family, um, <laughs> it, it's a lot. It, you can crack jokes about it. Yeah, and you can yeah. sort of like you can. If one of you gets scared, it scares other people. Don't it? Well, yeah, like you were. Like, 
like watching a film with you sometimes is is like a sport because <laughs> like you just watching this bit and this yeah spider would pop out and then you go like <laughs> and then everyone's like what are you doing it's like, yeah. So there's a Very jump scary at points. There was like a spider's web coming right out of my face. There's was, a, a particular you know. tone that you get to. It's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> like, but you don't like spiders, though, traditionally. So this is like... a huge fan of them. Yeah, this isn't... I mean, you, I wouldn't say you've got arachnophobia, but you're not into spiders. This film probably has like a heightened sense of... Yeah, that doesn't bother me too much. So it, nah, you can de- really. You can detach yourself fine. from it. Yeah, the thing is, fine. it's called arachnophobia, but no one really has arachnophobia, he has arachnophobia. in the film. He's supposed to, isn't he? He's but supposed he to. Oh, is he supposed to have arachnophobia? Yeah, that's yeah. why he freezes up. Remember, he talks about as, uh, as a baby, the, the, the spider right, crawling yeah, along yeah, yeah. His, his bare naked legs or whatever he says. It's just like <laughs> really weird that he, he remembers that, that, that specific detail. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, as, as, I say, as I say, like, it's a good it's a good film to watch with a group of friends. So for like this sort of for our film choice of teenage like a good film for t- early young teenagers. Like you can imagine a bunch of young teenagers getting around getting some popcorn, scare you know, turn the lights down and watching it together and having a having a bit of a laugh around it as well. I think it works quite well. I disagree. What? But we'll get to that later. <laughs> Fine. I disagree. I still think teenagers would be up for this. Nowadays. Yeah. Um it costs twenty two million, by the way. I just thought it would cost like quite a lot of money because of was, the, the, the all the spider technique stuff. Well, I think it was mostly done practical, wasn't it? I think a lot was of it? Yeah, it, it well, looked like it was. putting bait out for the spiders. <laughs> yeah, to yeah and get to crawl. Yeah. It was just, it was a Steven Spielberg production, wasn't it? Yeah, it Which was. Is yeah, out of the films we, we might be choosing for this next few films as another one on that list as well. Which yeah, is another is another, another one. But, um, what so like? I just want to talk premise, right? Because when I when I was watching the film, especially the first forty minutes, right. Can you imagine pitching the idea? It's like they go to Venezuela and they go to this crater and in the crater has not been touched for thousands of years because there's going to be all these breeds of whatever. And it just sounds really boring. Yeah, it sounds yeah. really, really boring. And I thought if you're pitching that idea like Jurassic Park, you might be like, it'll be over in five minutes yes. and then we'll get to the action. But it goes on for so is, long. <laughs> the problem is with Jurassic, with Jurassic Park, they have stuff to show you. There's yeah. th- interesting thing, places to go and see. Like there's lots of cool scenarios. This it doesn't really have any of that. There's no, a couple of things no. that are kind of interesting, but it doesn't have that thing to lean on. Um, in terms of like this sort of premise, have you guys ever watched the film Relic? Oh yes, yeah. Now like, this is a good. That's a good nineties oh, horror film. I watched that with my dad years and years oh, and years man. ago. Basically, it's a similar premise where they bring in a relic. From some faraway South American land to a museum for this like mm. sort of art ex, this museum exhibition or whatever, yeah. and then somehow I can't remember it comes alive and starts attacking everyone. It's a big monster thing. It comes alive, and it's like a whole like it's like a big caper in it. They're all trying to get out. It's all set in the museum. Yeah, and they're yeah. all going through like the the like um, sewers and stuff, trying to escape. And it's like that's actually I remember it. It's been a long time since I watched it, but I remember being kind of scared in that film as well. Like, nah, I, scared. I, I, was, I was, yeah, I was young. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a long time ago. But it remind it's that sort of similar sort of era and sort of thing going on with it. But it, but then then it then it does sort of kind of kicks off, and then they're doing the whole bit where like yeah, they they play around with the doctor, and then suddenly the spider the spiders like went from being in the barn to like actually being everywhere Wait, in time. Did you see? Did you see? <laughs> So, did you see that there's a spider sex scene? 
Uh, you, I'm not gonna lie, I did fall asleep once or twice. Oh, in this so <laughs> right. So there's a scene, right? So I thought it was so weird that where the, the couple are in the house and mm. it's the first night they're in the house. Oh and yeah. They're like, we need to christen the house, so they start having sex. And at the same time, it cuts away to the barn, and then there's a sp- the big spider, and a smaller side spider, and they're sort of like caressing each other. Oh and yeah. And you're like, the spiders <laughs> are having sex as well, and there's like this weird like do du- what sort of like dual like sex scene going on. We, it, but yeah, but do you not think like the daddy spider had like had it in for the doc like the doctor and him were having like a face off? Yeah, like it's it so was weird. almost like everyone was even though they were going to get the time. Is it really it, smart or something? Like, yeah, they were like, like, that dude is a douchebag and I'm gonna <laughs> kill him. And I was like, wait, what? And it was odd. Yeah. Especially at the end <laughs> it was mental. when they all started attacking the house and stuff. Yes. And it's like, it even felt like we're not really going for the kids. We're just going for the dad. It just felt like everyone was like aimed towards the dad. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, what is, has this man hurt this spider in a past life? Oh, maybe, like, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. But it, No, because he wanted to like kill the spider, didn't he? Like he was scared of the spider and no. he got his wife to like take it out to the barn. The spider was... Well, the doctor's onto the spider. Like he was investigating the spider bites. The spider knew this. <laughs> yeah. The spider's like, I need yeah. to get this guy. I track him down. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. I mean, again, like, I love... Uh, this is... It's, so, it, this film, like... Oh, so I, could just, I could just fire, like, shots at it all day long. Like, the, one of the other parts of it was, like... Like, whenever they were talking about... Um, you know, like the sex of the spiders and how they can't reproduce oh, yeah. and stuff, and yeah, they're like, yeah. "It's okay because they can't reproduce, so we're all right if we just weird it out or whatever." And it's just like, all right, you've just added that in just so that, like, I don't know, like it adds like another layer. And then they were like, "Oh, but actually, if they do this, like, it'll be able yeah. to have kids, and the rest of America's dead or whatever." And I was just like, it just keep kept adding these stupid things in. I don't know, like, kind of feel like they were they're like, "Okay, let's go to Venezuela and we'll write the scripts on the way." And like we get there, it's just yeah. like right, okay. So you say this right now, and then you say this, yeah. and then we'll just we'll just keep going like that. Can we just say what what did you like about the film, Aaron? What were the things you liked about? The I film? didn't like a lot of any. It must of be, it. Okay, for for me, but what I liked, I thought it was funny. Okay, fu- okay, good. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like I thought it was funny and stupid. In like a Twin Peaks sort of like daft like kind of yeah like it was like the like, what I liked the scene was. The residents getting murdered. I thought it was <laughs> interesting, like just all the different the ways little build ups. Yeah, <laughs> the little character intros. Oh, I wonder how the spider's gonna kill this. One. Oh, going in the helmet. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> and then I, I quite enjoyed that, like seeing the little snippets of American American village, American little town. And the guy, like the one where he goes in the slipper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I never want to put a slipper on again. It's but they, they cause the build up is like he's on the treadmill, and then you see this going to slippers, and then like goes near slippers and he walks away again he goes into slippers and then like after that scene like all the girls like Morton's like yeah I always shake out my slippers <laughs> <laughs> so alright I mean there's not much to the story is there yeah. really like no. basically the <laughs> well, I mean to say this like there's this whole build up t- between this like doctor and then this spider face off like, <laughs> yeah. this massive battle between this like huge human being and this tiny spider. And, yeah, it, and they managed so to build this like weird tension. Yeah, and there's like the, the camera <laughs> scenes are cut like it's like a big fight scene or whatever. Yeah. But the spider's like the size of his fist and it's yeah. just like so bizarre. The, the spider's like it's just like super smart. And then like when he kills it with like the boat like the thing in it, it just goes through the spider and also like into the nest and like kills two birds with one stone and he's like gotcha and i was like okay <laughs> wait hold on so you've like transformed into some superhero like i don't just i liked i, I like the that 
for me, the best segment of the film was that whole last last ending part, like the whole like final finale bit, was because actually there's you know, all all you know there's hundreds of spiders everywhere. Yeah, the horror the was that was kind of like ooh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, like imagine if like, that's the sort of thing you have nightmares about, where like you dream that suddenly the spiders all over your house and you mm. can't get away from them or whatever. Like that is like an actual fear I've you know I've had and probably had from this film. It's probably when I was a kid watching that. It's probably not helped me, but um. Like I really enjoyed that whole section. Obviously, it couldn't be any longer because it wouldn't make any sense. No, no, you couldn't do that for the whole film. I, I was expecting like a master spider to come out, like a really you know, big like one. really like <laughs> massive. Because like would have like, loved it. Everything like nowadays is just bigger and bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. It's just like get yeah, a bigger enemy. You know that's going to be scarier. But like it's I just think, like I no, it's just standard if that, size. If that film was made now, you'd probably get that. Well, you CGI and stuff. Eight legged freaks. Yeah. Kim came oh, after suppose, this. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Whereas, like back then, it, it, it was a natural the, the, Pretty much, you either had to go with a hand as a puppet, which yeah. like had <laughs> looked ridiculous, or they'd have to go with just actual spiders and sort of try and film them to look big, like some stop motion, like yeah, pipe cleaner. It just wouldn't spider. work very well, would it? So I guess they were probably limited in what they could do with that. An- mm. Another thing I really enjoyed was, you know, when it kept cutting to like the spider's eyes, and he was like watching him. <laughs> that again, it was like oh, I was dying. Right, so. Because this is based on like supposed to be a horror film. How did you guys find the the horror? Was there any, uh, if at all? Should you give it out of five? Horror, well, horror how, many how, many, how many screams? How many screams? How many screams? Was it out of five screams? Oh, like zero, zero screams. Johnny, how many times you scream? <laughs> if we're doing it out of five screams, I'd give it a one scream. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But how many times did you scream, Johnny? I screamed because you screamed. <laughs> I think we I all screamed. screamed for ice cream. You screamed three times. Three times, yeah. Yeah. So you three screams? So there was the bit in the barn where he... Where there's the rat in the Yeah, the rat came at his face. That freaked me out. Um, there was that one. There was just a couple of jump scares, basically, that got me. Like, I'm, I, I do get suckered in for those jump scares. Yeah. yeah. I would say, out of scre- for screams, I would say maybe one or two. But I will say... I really enjoyed John Goodman in this film. He was he was uh, he was mm. the best character. He, yeah, he was hilarious. He was really funny. Yeah. I feel like I could watch a whole TV show about him. Just to examine it. Yeah. Um, I, for some reason, he reminded me a little bit of um, what's the guy who died a few years ago? He was in Truman Capote and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Oh, Philip Seymour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reminded me of Philip Seymour Hoffman. I don't know, just isn't that way, film you love? Syndicate in New York. Yeah, I hate that film. Uh, but it just reminded me just of the way he was playing it. I don't know what, just his physicality. I don't know. Like, I don't think I've ever seen John. Too Gu- cool for school. Not, not well. Not, I wouldn't say that. Then. No, no. Too He's a cool guy. I don't know. I just, I just, I just thought he played really well, and he was. He, he, he was brought cool. a lot of levity to the to the film. Bit, a little bit out of place, but it was. I liked it. I enjoyed that that section of it. So, talked about earlier on. Um, we're talking about we are at an hour and five now just you know so okay that's fine we're nearly we're nearly at the end um, so we talked about earlier on we're talking about young teen horror so I'm gonna so I've sort of got two final questions for you guys mm-hmm. and I kind of want to bundle them into one so do you think this is a Halloween film and is that what we're going for with this and do you think it works as a young teen horror Halloween film because that's in my mind that's what we're going for so what do you mean by that exactly so 
What makes a film a Halloween film? Do you mean, Halloween do you mean does it have to be Initial, set- Initially, it's got to be scary. Yeah. But Halloween um, does film... It, does it? I don't think it does, personally, but that's... I think it probably... Well, I think I it think does. It depends. Are we saying it's got to be... Is this a film it be, it's got to be set in Halloween? Or it's got to portray Halloween? Halloween or is it just that it's... Um, it's a scary film you you want to watch at Halloween because it's scary. Like I'd watch Event Horizon. I would at watch Halloween. It at ha- no, I don't think because it's, it's scary. Film. No, it's not. It's not a Halloween. Film. Would you watch Alien at Halloween? No, it's definitely not a Halloween film. So, so like, there's like scary sci-fi. Mm-hmm. There's like scary hometown closeness where mm-hmm. it feels like something could happen in this area. Yeah. Do you yeah. think it has to be like? Sorry, go on. Um, I feel like it has tinges of what a Halloween film would be because it's a lot of outside but in suburban areas which seems close to what your kind of everyday life would be because a lot of Halloween films let's say if you were looking at yeah. Halloween itself that's yeah. suburban Friday the 13th that's suburban yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. taking something that's scary into a place which is familiar I'd say that's Halloween like Do- bringing bringing scariness home yeah I, mean, I don't think there's a wrong answer to this I think everyone's uh, this is going to be a subjective answer for us all so I think, I think a lot of films that Probably to do with the paranormal, probably coming to the Halloween. Yeah, like I witches, wizards, yeah. stuff like that. I yeah. guess murder, would you say like a slasher, sort of like Scream? Yeah, yeah, Scream, absolutely, totally with you on Halloween that Halloween, yeah. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I would say that is, that's yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think that's on the cusp though, yeah, probably. you're right. See, I think we're going to sync yeah, up on this. Yeah, I think, I, think, I, think I, I, I get where this. you're going with this. So I would say, I'm, I'm more flexible. I would happily watch this at Halloween, but... For a classic sort of Halloween yeah. film, probably it, doesn't land in that. In that no, in that I don't scenario. think this is it. I don't think this is it. <laughs> it's, it's not a classic, but it fills a purpose. If if I had like a seven-year-old kid, mm. yeah, I think this would probably scare them. Because them, uh, it would give him the I sort of fright, but not. It's not going to be like the. I don't think they'll be dwelling on it weeks after being like, oh, I shouldn't watch that film. See, so, yeah, I. I don't, so, like, I don't think... Maybe not a seven-year-old, maybe a bit older. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if, <laughs> I, if, I, if I took my little nephew, to, just to, what, what, I, what... I would say, like, 10, 10 or 11 it. is probably around where it would be the youngest I would probably Yeah. Be. I don't know. I, I just don't think, like, if I was going to try and get a young person, like, say, like, like someone used, like, I don't know, my nephew or whatever, into, like... Halloween horror. This isn't the film that I would use to like get them into mm. that. Like, it's just I don't think. I, and then this isn't me trying to be like, because my choice is better. This is like, I think we're set out for a purpose. This this season's different, and I think the purpose is to find like a Halloween film for young people. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm, I'm out to no, like I, I necessarily scare people. Mm. I am glad we watched this though because it is. Yeah, yeah. It's something like I've never seen before. Like, that's that's one of the reasons why I chose it. I didn't want to pick something that was that I'd seen before. I wanted to kind of gamble a little bit. Um, I could have picked a safer choice, I reckon. Like, for example, I won't say what it is, but Ant's Choice is basically perfect. Well, it's a bit it, more on the money, on, yeah. but it is and, a bit. It has a bit more uh, grit to it. Yeah, in terms of like ch- choice, I would say I would. I just think that's it's basically. If I was trying to like m- merge the two together, that film Ant's Choice does it. Mm. Whereas like this film, it does have like elements of it. Yeah. Elements of it, but it just isn't. It just isn't. It isn't what I wanted it to be. Yeah, personally, super. So. 
Shall we... Do we want to give it a rough spook out of 10 or are we going to leave that to the last episode? I think we should leave it to the last episode. I think we should all yeah. put, bundle them all together and yeah. see see what order. Yeah, I think... We, I mean, like, obviously we're up for discussion about what happens with this, but I think we could probably do something where maybe we, like, next year we come do look at the Halloween films again and maybe we just pick another three and we sort of, like, add them to the list. So yeah. I think, mm. you know, as a Halloween film, does this does this fit this perfect? Because there's loads of them out there we can watch. Yeah, there's yeah, tons yeah. of slashes stuff I haven't seen yet and stuff. So I, I'd be up for, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd have to remember Scream or oh, anything yeah. like that stuff. So I'd yeah, love to watch that sort of stuff at some point. But yeah. Cool. Well, that has been an episode of Movie Quest. If you have any comments or you know, opinions on any good horror films, please email us at moviequest at gmail.com. Nope. Nope. And what is it? Moviequestpod at gmail.com. Moviequestpod at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram at moviequestcast. We did get an email um, last week from a, a Melody McLaughlin, my wife, uh, <laughs> requesting uh, Christmas films. So I think we'll probably do something similar for Christmas, maybe. We might do a little bit of a, some Christmas films in a few months. In December, I think. Shining would be a good one. For Christmas? Snow. Yeah, I guess so. I was thinking classics, you know, like Die Hard. <laughs> that sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, but please send us your requests because, you know, it, it makes it makes our lives easier when we know what you guys want to listen to. And uh, um, also, uh, have you done have you done Instagram? I've done that, have I have done Instagram. Uh, do you want to talk about Daniel's comments and the chat that we're in? Oh, um, he said he was going to email, but I don't, I don't know if he said, did uh, send an email. I don't know. He basically, we were, he was listening to the, our Joker episode and essentially um, mentioned that 1917 is supposed to be one shot. That would be interesting, actually. If that whole film is a one shot film, that would be really cool. And then you guys started talking about upgrade, which I have no idea. I didn't even, you know, what, I should have googled it or must like. It's on. It's on my list. It's that sort of um, limitless style thing, but it's a bit more of an indie film, I think, and they kind of go a bit further with it. But I haven't seen it. It's on my list to watch. Definitely. Is, was he saying that it's just like instead instead of like talking about Venom, you should just watch Upgrade? Is that what? Yeah, it is? yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, it was it was gonna be. I was gonna put it on my list when we were doing the first season. That was gonna be one of the films I chose. Oh. But then we started talking about trying to beat each other, so then I went for other films. <laughs> thought, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, Dan, consider yourself. Uh, oh. No, we don't. Talked about it no, on here. <laughs> we got an email from Apple. So um, yeah, thank you very much, guys. Uh, sort of a sorry. I feel like sort of a bit of a lackluster end there to spooky to the pod well stay tuned because we're going to have another episode i am um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks to talk we've got another horror film it's either going to be mine or ants yeah it'll be, yet. yeah we'll, we'll figure it out it's probably going to be yours oh yeah probably be yours. right thank you for listening guys thank you very much see you later bye bye